Atlanta News First investigates the largest investigative team in Georgia, holding the powerful accountable and fighting for you. Now, in this series of podcasts, we take you behind the scenes of our most recent investigations. Welcome to Behind the Investigation with Atlanta News First. And I'm Chief Investigator Brendan Keefe with Atlanta News First Investigates, and I'm joined by Harry Samler, who's part of our team, and also, of course, the title says it all, Better Call Harry. Good to have you here, Harry. Brendan, great to be here. Yeah, you're always so full of energy, and this is another story where you put your energies behind someone who was literally forced out of their own home. Uh, They were trying to make their home better, and they actually ended up to the point where they made their home unlivable because of dealing with a contractor. Right? This, this is absolutely a worst case scenario where you hire a contractor and the contractor disappears. But we'd never seen anything like this. One of our uh, special proje- projects producers spotted this on, a, on a, one of the posts. I think it was next door. Um, anyway, the picture of the house, you're going to see it here in a second. It looks like somebody just chopped off the roof. And they did that because the guy hired a contractor to put an extension on the back of the house. And so instead of extending the roof, I guess they just decided to to put on a new roof. The only thing was the roof guys didn't get paid. And at lunchtime, they're like, we're out of here. Well, they left. And for 30 days in, in May, there was no roof on this house, no tarp. The guy ended up moving into his shed in the backyard. And then as it always does, it rains in May. Wow. Let's take a look and we'll talk about it on the other side. That's my kitchen. That's where I cook. People who say, well, at least you got a roof over your head. Microwave right there. Got the fridge. Don't know what it's like to be Javier Cater. You sleep in there? Yeah. This shed has been his bedroom for two and a half months. You seem to be holding up pretty well. Ah, uh, I can, I, I trying to. Um, I'm trying to. When Javier told us he didn't have a roof over his house, he meant it. It's gone. Along with the $55,000, he paid for a catastrophic renovation. All I needed was that little piece that was supposed to be put on for the kitchen and the roof redone. That was it. Now I'm redoing a whole new house. Javier had big plans. Subcontractors demolished the old roof in May. But Javier says that when the contractor didn't pay the crew, they walked off the job. It was a panic moment. I called him, text him, no answer. And then it rained almost every day for a month. Tell me how you really feel. So where we, where we stand? What's the update? What's going on? What's the plan? Ah, everything is great. Javier interviewed several contractors and hired this guy, Clinton Garibaldi with Garibaldi Property Management and Construction. I really believe that he had a full company. He spoke my language. He understood what, what I wanted to do. Do you have a residential contractor's license in the state of Georgia? You personally. Garibaldi admitted to Atlanta News first that he does not have the required residential contractor's license. So how did he manage to pull the construction permit? He didn't. Garibaldi says he got this guy, his business associate with Armada Construction, Inc., to pull the permit for him. Javier says most of the work failed inspection. Is there any way to resolve this? Garibaldi refused to be interviewed, but claims his client hired the roofers who walked off the job, not him. He agreed to return $12,000 
but never did. 12,000, the inside of his house is destroyed. 12,000. And then he disconnected his phone. Coming home, home for the night. Javier spent two and a half months in that shed, and then he lost his job. He got a new job, and he got a new licensed contractor to rebuild his house from the roof down. How does it feel to have a roof over your head? Great, 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 great. If a contractor says they have a business license, it does not mean they have a residential contractor's license. You've got to take a state exam, and it's not easy. You can go to the Secretary of State's website right here, and you can scroll down, and they have a service where you can type in the name and look for a contractor. And you can see if you click on Better Call Harry, I am not a licensed contractor. One more thing, hire yourself an attorney to review the contract. A few hundred dollars now could save you tens of thousands of dollars in the long run. I'm Better Call Harry, Atlanta News First. Harry, what ultimately happened in this case? Is he going to get the money he put down back? Is he going to get the roof back? Is he going to get the house back? I mean, the damages are sort of greater than the original claim because the house has suffered all this damage. You know, we kind of knew going into this story that a a lawsuit is inevitable, but at the same time, we were talking about this uh, in another story about when you go make, you sue somebody like this, they're going to, they're going to declare bankruptcy. Um, And you're in line behind all the other creditors who want their money. So we weren't sure we would get, we were pretty sure we wouldn't get a resolution Mm -hmm. on this one. Fortunately for him, he contacted family. Um, He didn't have a job. He got a new job. So, and this house is worth a lot. He bought in this neighborhood off Bankhead Highway when prices were really low and prices have gone way up. So there's still equity in this house and there's a new roof on the house as we speak. And he's continuing with the renovation. So it's not quite a worst case scenario. I don't know how he pulled this off, but he, he did. And um, I think looking back maybe in 20 years, um, it'll be water under the bridge, yeah. but still he or lost what he's, he lost $55,000 and wow. this other person just kind of walked away. Yeah. That's, uh, that's crazy because they'll never, he'll never get that money back. Um, but at the same time, it's interesting what you say about the equity. I didn't even think of that. The, the idea that you could end up losing $55,000 and actually come out ahead in the long run, but it's going to be a, well, the way Atlanta real estate is going these days, that long run could be shorter than, than we expect. I think more, more importantly, what do I do if I'm going through this situation or people watching this, you know, they're, they're hiring a contractor and I've asked you this before and I still don't know the right answer. Do we, how much do I put down? How much do I spend in advance? How much do I hold back until the, until the job is done? How do I make sure the contractor is paying the subcontractor? I know. And it's a really tough one, which is why if you're going to spend 10, 20, 30, a hundred thousand dollars on a renovation, go out and spend 500 to a thousand dollars to get a con to get a, to get an attorney to review that contract and put safeguards in place so that you don't end up going, what, what, where do I live? What do I do? Right. I mean, and he did everything wrong. It's all going to have to be redone. I can't tell you how many times we've heard this story about contractors in Georgia walking away. There is no enforcement by the Secretary of State's office. Um, they, you, you've, you've helped put a couple in jail. Uh, we, we've put a couple in jail and, and you know, 
I don't know that this person committed a crime because he, well, he didn't because he did do some work. So it becomes a civil matter. Right. And that's usually what happens. The police are going to say, well, if money exchange hands, then it's a civil matter. If they just took the money and ran, which is the case where the contractor went to jail, that's theft. Yeah, that's fraud or theft. Yeah, That's right. right. But this is a huge problem. And I used to say, oh, 10%. And then I would ask other contractors. And over the years, I get different numbers. It depends on the company. Well, and they have to buy materials, too. So if, if someone's going to put a new roof on your house... They have to buy the actual shingles and materials before they put it on the roof. I, I mean, I've seen that before in these contractor contracts where it will say, okay, there's this, you know, there's a schedule for we need this much money because they, you know, the contractor can be out if they go, you know, like a good contractor goes out and buys the materials and is in the hole because they put them on the house. But the contractor has a weapon uh, or a tool, I should say, that the, the the homeowner doesn't, which is they can put a mechanics lien on your house if you don't pay, right? Yep. And so can the subcontractors, which is why you structure the contract through an attorney so that you're protected. The You're going to have to put something up front. Maybe if it's a reputable company, they may want 25. At the same time, they, they should have enough resources to go out and buy the supplies. I've worked with contractors, independent contractors who are like, yeah, just pay me when you're done. And I know that's rare in this business, but it does happen. You shouldn't pay upfront everything, right? Because oh, then no. you have no leverage. No, you they're taking that most likely they are taking that money that you are paying them or even if some in some cases 50%, they're using it to complete the last job or two jobs ago. And then they're waiting for another contract to wow. come through so that they can finish your job. It, it wow. happens over and over, which is why instead of mm. a specific amount for a down payment, what I would say is you pay on a schedule. So at, you pay X amount at the end of the first week, second week payout, third week, you get the frame benchmarks, done. right? Yeah. Benchmarks. Yeah. And you have to complete this to get that. And they're not going to want to do this. But I would put it in every contract. You want to put something in there that shows a finish by date and consequences for not finishing by mm. that date. So let's say you mm. give them six months. If they don't want to sign a contract that says they can't complete the job in six months, find another contractor. Well, it's not going to rain that much. Right. The state does this when they have a road contract. I mean, I've seen them. If they're going to, you know, the, the Georgia 400 285 interchange project, which seems to be going on for years. Well, it's in the contract and it's, there's benchmarks for if you hit this early, you get a bonus too. Now, and then, but if you don't reach this other benchmark, there's a penalty. I mean, there has to be some sort of uh, leverage that you as the homeowner have to not only meet these dates, but also if they want their money, they got to finish the job. Yeah. And there should be a final, you know, the final payment. You don't make the final payment until you are satisfied. Right. And by satisfied, I mean getting a home inspector to come in and look at everything that was done and making sure that it was done correctly. If you got a punch list, they, they fix the punch list. Then you make the final payment. Right. Because once you make that final payment, now different than this case, let's just say everything went smoothly and they finish the job and you pay them that final payment, you no longer have leverage because it's you've gone. given them all the money. It's gone. Your leverage is, is gone. The and only thing you have is their reputation at that point. In other words, a good review or something to that effect. Right. You're going to go ahead and you're going to post something and they're going to say, well, you know, they could right. respond and say, well, we did this for you. And you argued, I yeah. mean, they could make stuff up. Who knows? You, you just don't want it to go there. But if you have $25,000 to which they're entitled and you can say, hey, this all has to meet these, you know, you didn't get this done.
Yeah. Yeah, that makes sense. That makes sense. You um, want your money? Take me to court. I mean, it's in the contract. Here it is. Call my attorney. Wow. <laughs> and and not only call your attorney in that case, but when you have an issue at home, everyone watching this on your phone, wherever you are, uh, on YouTube, on Atlanta News First Plus, or listening to our podcast, if you have an issue, better call Harry. That's what we do. No. What, 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 why now? Because I've got so many complaints oh, that's right. about Harry, contractors. Yeah. No, you do call me. Well, so that's why, Harry, what we've decided to do is structure your pay to where we don't pay you the last 50% until you get the story done, okay? That's how we're structuring it. And if you don't hit these deadlines, then I'm sorry, Harry. You're just not getting paid. I guess I better get working. Yeah, you better get working. <laughs> so thanks for watching Behind the Investigation. I'm Chief Investigator Brendan Keefe, joined by Harry Sandler. Who's looking at his Harry. watch. And yeah, and... and uh, and by the way, look, we're going to give you a little bonus right here. It looks like we're in separate rooms, but look, I can actually reach over to Harry. I, look yeah, at that. I know. Right? I know. Um, and for those <laughs> listening on the podcast, you can't see that, but you can if you go to Atlanta News First Plus or to our YouTube page. And be sure to listen to Behind the Investigation wherever you get your podcasts. Have a great one.